Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Crime and Investigations, I Am A Killer is a brand new 10-part true crime documentary series produced in partnership with Netflix by an excellent production team including me, Danny Tipping and me, Tom Adams. Each episode tells the story of a prisoner convicted of capital murder and sentenced to death. In this podcast, we'll be going into the making of each episode revealing what it was like to produce this incredible series. A lot of things happened, you know, in the year kind of all around that event. Everybody in my life, like, they didn't believe it. Not Robert, not, not the Robert we know, but a lot of people didn't know me as well as they thought they did either. There was no conversation about what was gonna happen when we got to where we were going. Things had taken a, a, a terrible turn and, and it just got worse. Robert Schaefer, along with a friend, ended up getting a lift with a couple of guys they met late one night, which ended up in the murder of the two guys that gave him a lift. And this film is called Hunted. Do you want to explain why? I think it relates to... Robert Schaefer was arrested, as you say, for the killing of two guys that essentially he had no relationship to. In the investigation and the subsequent court case, it comes out that he has targeted two gay guys in a, in a part well known for as a place where, where gay guys meet up. And they've effectively uh, gone out, him and his accomplice at the time, hunted down and, and targeted two guys and, and killed them. I mean, they were just the two who were there that, that night. Yeah, night. Yeah. There was no recognition. There was no sense of, you know, these, these are no, people yeah. we want to kill. It, it, they were there. It was awful, awful bad luck. Um, it was circumstances... And he's, he's convicted of, of both killings and uh, spent the last 28 years in, in jail. And he's, uh, Robert Schaefer, up until that point, um, there's a quote, and I'll, I'll paraphrase and I'll probably get it wrong, but, you know, at the time, as, as Robert Schaefer says himself, everybody said that, I can't believe Bob Schaefer did that. And he says, you know, quite bluntly, I guess they didn't know me that well. And it's, uh, you know, that to me sort of really live with me, that he, he, he doesn't fit the bill, perhaps, uh, or at the time didn't fit the bill of somebody you might expect to commit this type of crime. But equally, he and, I mean, his sister talks very powerfully about the, the masks that her brother wore. And she says, if one mask slipped, there was another one underneath. I mean, 
not to excuse what he did, obviously, but he had a very, very difficult time. And I think he, he as a child and his coping strategies were simply not to let anyone know the real Robert Schaefer. And I'd say he seems he seems so far away from what you would think of as a convicted killer when you see him on screen. He he doesn't fit the bill. Yet, you know, talks very openly about what he did and, and certainly doesn't deny or excuse himself, I don't think. But you'll find as you, as we we interview friends, relatives and, and those involved that um you know, it's, he he had a very, you know, he's got a very complicated and, and troubling backstory. Again, that doesn't uh, excuse that violent crimes in any way, shape or form, but it does paint a much more uh, broader picture than perhaps we picked up initially from the, the crime reports and the, and the court reports. And like, as I've said before, and as in all these films, you know, it, it's not as straightforward as you might first expect. And Robert Schaefer's been in prison for you know, best part of three decades, and he's had a lot of time to think about what he what he's done and why he did it. You know, and again, not not these films aren't necessarily an easy watch. They're quite challenging in in some respects. You know, we're talking about ten horrendous crimes with with really significant consequences, and these you know these, these are stories being retold from the, the guys that committed those crimes, and 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 in most instances have been in prison for the the best chunk of their life reliving replaying and 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 having the first opportunity really after all that time to to tell those stories so they're not um you know and certainly it's the case with with Robert Schaefer this is you know they're quite a challenging it's quite a challenging film I think I thought that if I pled guilty and asked for the death penalty it would bring light to my case that people would sympathize and it would cast me in a favorable light and the old saying goes that be careful what you ask for I asked for it and the judge gave it to me the team arrived and were were shown to the room you'd be filming in and you had to make it work there were no alternatives or other options we couldn't it would have been great to be able to wander around and find the most um, visually appealing backdrop within the prison but a production team being a production team they would have spent the whole hour wondering you know should we, well we could do it here or we could do that and then, i really like the light playing yeah, off these yeah. uh, but these we bars. we got what we were given or the you know the, the the team got what they were given and made the best of it and i think actually they're extraordinary looking interviews for for the restrictions they had there were i mean there were times when we had lights when you're interviewing someone, when you're lighting an interview, you try and control everything. So you can, you're controlling the light, the sound, the people who are coming in and out, whatever that might be. Here we had no control and we did what we could with what we had. And there were lights on automatic sensors, so when people walked past them, you'd get a strip of, of well, fluorescent... Humming fluorescent bulbs and air conditioning units. There, and was, a, there was a, a drinks machine... That uh, whose cooling fan would kick in every five minutes with a you know that we had to try and lose from the in- so we we had no control. We did what we but could. Again, it was yeah. a, it, the fact that we're even in there that yeah. we we, we yeah. got the time with these these prisoners in these particular institutions, all of which are operating 
you know, the highest security, maximum security prisons in America and that we had a team of three people on our camera kit and, uh, you know, in there, we, we would have filmed in the, in the boom cupboard had, you know, if that's what they'd offered yeah, us. Yes, the point was to get their story and there was an acceptance that we got the best that we could do and, and again, the channels were, were, were that, great that about said, that. I mean... You know, not to downplay it, Tom. I mean, I think the the interviews look extraordinary. I think the lighting's beautiful, the the setting, and we've made a virtue in most instances. In fact, nearly all of the of the backdrop and the framing of the um, absolutely the glass uh, and the um, you know the the prison bars or the you know the setting we're in. I think, you know, not that we had any choice and and it wasn't our our first concern, but our provide an incredible backdrop to the mm. to the interviews and they look exactly like they are those are in situ prison interviews with with prisoners in high security um prison facilities and i think we've made a virtue out of it and i love the shots of the guys shot through glass framed by the uh, you know by the window in the interview so well, with they, the phones they, on either side they could have been too lit mm. almost which removed them from where they were yeah we wanted to. I mean, it's, a, it's an accurate representation of what you get yeah. when you turn up in one of them. Yeah. I mean, most of us, I would imagine, you know, most people watching, you know, on, on crime investigation, won't have been uh, a visitor in a maximum security prison in, in Texas, Florida, or you know, anywhere else for that matter. So, uh, you know, these are extraordinary places, but they look like it looks like a Hollywood film. You know, when he's set up with that that frame and the, and the the phones on the wall. I wanted to make one and you know, with a phone and take it to all our interviews. They looked amazing. So I just reached out to him and, you know, Robert, you spent a long time in prison. I've read up a little things and it sounds like you got the short end of the stick. And if you ever have a chance to get free, we're okay with that. I, I almost felt a little bit sorry for the guy. Doing something when you're 19 and being known for the worst thing you ever did in your life. That's all he's ever known for. Just want to let him know we forgive him. We interviewed Robert twice as we did with all our all our inmates, and they are in, in two different rooms. Uh, you know, not something we were expecting. I think in most instances, uh, the rest of the series, we were in the same place both times. We turn up and interview yeah. our interview in, in the same either visiting room or interview room. Slightly different in Rob Schaefer's case. Not something that the team were expected or, or I think necessarily prepared for. You know, you turn up, you're shown to a room, you've got your allotted time to, to set up the kit and equipment, get your interview, and, and then get back out again. The fact that he isn't interviewed is, is purely that those are the that was the room or the, the facility they had available that day, you know, and the, and the team just had to roll with it. I don't think he knew the impact that his letter would have. It was a life changing moment. I remember the date I received the letter. I, I, I it, and it, and it started a process that I was on my way to, but I, I needed someone to kind of give me. I didn't need a nudge. I needed a push, and and his letter did that. Um, so the kindness that he showed me um, led me to finally do something good. Telling the truth um, is never easy when you've lied, but to tell the truth about killing two people is even worse. And I'm grateful that he did that. 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. The team, you know, we're working, Ned and, and Tom worked with the the directors, you know, with the, there were absolutely key points that we wanted to establish. But, you know, we knew we had to spend some time getting to know the inmate before we hit them with, with the big questions about what, you know, what they did, why they did it, how do they feel about that. Which essentially, those are the key points that we. Yeah, I think there were. I mean, we we start this off with with saying we had hugely experienced producer directors who had interviewed people from all walks of life on on all kinds of subjects and and really knew their game. But I think all three of them were were, you know, challenged in various ways by this. That first interview was easier because it was a case of letting letting our interviewees talk, letting our inmates talk to tell their story. That's what we wanted. We wanted their story. We just needed to make sure they gave us enough information on the relevant bits. I mean, all parts of their story are interesting, but we needed to know details on certain bits. So that's what our PDs, our producer directors were pushing for then. We we didn't really prioritise questions. And very often a question can lead to a very different answer. So it was, as it were, answer-driven or content-driven rather than question-driven. But we knew that we had producer-directors who knew the story they wanted to tell or, or, or knew that part of the story that they wanted to tell and in their own mind were ticking off elements as they went along. It was more difficult for that second interview when we had interviewed the friends, relatives, arresting, whoever it might have been to tell the other side of the story or an other side of the story. And then we were going back to interview our inmate again and question them on discrepancies in their answers and others' answers or, or question details or, or gaps in, in the story or, or just differences of opinion. And they were the tricky interviews because inevitably there were going to be disagreements and it was challenging these people on their stories that maybe they had not rehearsed because I don't I don't necessarily feel that they were rehearsed for us but this internal dialogue that I felt that each of these inmates must have had to come to terms with what had happened to them and all of a sudden we weren't putting people on trial we were just trying to get to the bottom of of people's stories and understand why there were differences in stories 
and it was probing those differences that was more challenging. Very occasionally, we, Ned and I, would talk to the directors and say, we feel these are the key elements in, in this story and, and we need we need more information. We need to understand his response to this or his take on this or, or you know, this series of events, whatever it might be. But very often, our, our, as I say, our directors were hugely experienced. They had a good understanding of the story they could see unfolding before them um, and really knew what they wanted from that second interview. The big challenge was when to start asking those questions. We'd love to hear what you think of the series. Comment on Facebook or Twitter with hashtag IamAKiller. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe to this podcast series. The I Am A Killer podcast is hosted by Tom Adams and Danny Tipping and is produced by Sam Pearson, Stefan Ardilly and Matt Talent with editing by Susanna Lawrence. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.